Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is for Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Margaret, any fiend coming out? You stick on, stick that big red red light bulb on for a fiend. And his partner, Fader Top End of Stevenson. Honky Tonk Man's going to take the bump for you. She's going to bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is Rab Florence and a happy new year. And opposite me, sitting there, beautiful, handsome, handsome wrestler, professional wrestler. He's known as a wrestler. His name is Graham. Hi, this is uh, Graham, Graham Steveley, professional wrestler. He's sitting there opposite me. He's looking. You're, listen, by the way, people, other people have commented on this. You're in pretty good shape. Mate, it's just us, Geppetto. Carry on. I'm running about daft every, twice a day. So, man, I'm. I'm. I'm, 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 I'm daft. Do you know what? My, all I'm eating right now is cheese strings. I'm going. I, I drove home last night and I stopped in at Kelly Garage and I bought a packet of full cheese strings. Go to Stevenson Garage and bought another four. So eight, well, mate, eight you need strings. to release that DVD, mate. The the cheese string and Geppetto diet. Get that <laughs> DVD. Uh. I know you don't like me talking about Mars, right? And I know I've had a few complaints, but right now, I know you're going a bit to size, Rab. But mate, I'm fucking. I've got. Mega heavy duty piles, bad hemorrhoids. I knew it was coming. Issue. I knew it was coming because Monday or Tuesday, I was squeezing. Squeeze. Uh, Why were you squeezing though? I've got a big old blue hemorrhoid. I showed it to Scott Fletcher, who plays Lampwick, and uh, you showed it to him. I and he confirmed that is, is he a, do- is a, he a doctor. He's not a doctor, but he confirmed that is indeed a pile. So once this wraps, I'm going to check the boots, and I'm getting some insulin. Well, welcome to Wrestling Daft, everybody. There's a wee, just a wee, uh, wee taster for you of the, the type of content you can expect from the world's greatest wrestling podcast. So it's still no wrestling for you, Grado? Still just a pant- Bollocks. Pant all the time? Aye, but listen to this. Aye. I stayed up last night. This is, this is Thursday. This is Wednesday. I watched AEW. Whoa, what? I watched wrestling. Mate, Grado watched the wrestling. I watched wrestling. I'm saying Grado watched the wrestling, aye? I knew in 10 minutes, yeah, I fell asleep, but I watched it. Yep. So, so, so what, did you, what did you think? All right. So, um, MGF is a star. Right. On the mic, he was incredible. Cut a promo that he's obviously been given free reign on what to see. You can tell it's no scripted. It's so, it's raw, it's brilliant. His timing is fucking impeccable. I love it. Um, Cody Rhodes is the number one baby face in the world. Superb. Aye. Uh, the only thing that was going... JR kept going, Okay, right, Sam, we're going for a break. In fact, we're not going for a break. <laughs> and then we're going to a break. Yeah, yeah. Ten minutes later, Oh, great action in AEW. We're going to take a short break. 
oh no, we're not going to take a break. And then took a break. Fucking and Then the sound issues as well were a bit guff. You're thinking, they put all that money and they kind of get the sound issues right. But I'm no complaining because I'm at a fucking job. But I mean, other I than know, that. don't bury them. Right. Don't bury them. I think they're, they're very polished. Grado is always messaging me and he's always saying, AEW are very polished. He would love to work. He loves Tony Khan. He sometimes Big Fulham guy. wakes me up in the middle of the night, phones me telling me how much he loves Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves Tony Khan! Tony Khan. Is he, the, the, is he related to the, the Khan that was in Dragon's Den? No. no. Is he related to no. the Khan for Wrath of Khan, the Star Trek film? No, it's not. No, 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 no. no any relation. Any relation there. But my news is, of course, I've not watched any wrestling because my baby twins have arrived. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Lark Florence and Winter Florence. Lark Florence, what an NXT name that is that does sound like uh, it could be going into the wrestling. Obviously, their um, their cousin is in NXT UK, oh. so they've got you know Isla Dawn. Um, so it would be Lark Dawn. Would they've got would they get a way to come in? No, aren't they? They've got, they've got a way to come in twenty but, years time Lark when Dawn. Isla Dawn is like like ancient and kind of still people are thinking she should hang it up now. She should really she looks <laughs> she's she looks really bad. Broken Skull Ranch with Steve Austin. And and she, she should really hang it up now. And she brings only, in all we cousins. You know what uh, I mean? That's, that's what's she's only doing shots in Saudi Arabia. Exactly. Well. I've been up all night and stuff. I've been doing the night shift. Um, um, you know, and I'm I'm knackered, but I'm still here. I'm still in here recording the podcast for the punters. I'm still here for all yous, despite the fact my baby children are desperate for their father to be there. <laughs> and then see them in talking to yous about fucking guys cutting about with stupid fucking masks on and, and having belts with their fucking faces on them. Fair play, mate, because I was going to pull out because Jeannie had pups. You know, did uh, we, you, we spoke you, about I, that last week, I. Yeah, because I dug had pups, you were going to pull out in here, even though. By the way, man, the son are coming to take pictures of me with the, the puppies tomorrow, as I can, uh, because of the election has been this week. They want a, a feel good story for Saturday, so they're coming in my face. They want a feel good story for Saturday, so they're coming to take a picture of you with dogs when I've got two twin daughters. Aye, That's the feel good story, mate. No, nah, but you want to see these wee. Dogs these, are 10 a penny. No, nah, no, nah, but you want to see these wee retrievers, man, sucking the teats half, Jeannie. It's such a natural beauty sight, just Jeannie. You go, Jeannie, feed your babies, feed your babies. Are you seriously like trying to put, the, put all these wee dogs over my, my babe, baby twin daughter? Can I believe us? Let's let's say uh, let's move on to some correspondence uh, for last week. We like, hey, by the way, did uh, Conan or Shitey Conan? Let's call him his nickname on the show. Did Shitey Conan or John Morrison reply to your uh, messages last week? Conan patched me. Which right. is fucking unbelievable because what the hell? The last message I got film was a couple, it was tenth of March. Really. Come on, bro. Yo, what's up, baby? I'm in the hospital, man. I'm gonna be here like. Oh, shit, I better play just because you got it. Anyway, uh, who was that? Was that, that Conan? Was Conan. But I'll, I mean, Conan is a brother, but he's totally. Was he getting a colonoscopy? Uh, I don't know. What he was getting, but he listened to my message a couple of days ago and totally kayfabed me. John Nitro, on the other hand, uh, wait till we see. How did he? He replied, "What up, bro? Thanks for the message." That's it. So what? That's fucking generic as anything, mate. That could be just like a bot that he's programmed to reply to Grado. See, if I was like one of these American wrestlers, I would program a bot that would reply to your messages. <laughs> so you would think I was still your pal, but actually I'd have you on some kind of block list. Well, the punters have been getting in touch. Um, the punters have been getting in touch. No, Kid Fight's getting it tight, you know, because we're always talking about how he sells. Great, great Scottish wrestler. Spud, like a wrestler. Spud, how you doing, mate? How, how's everything gone, man? How's... How's this? Is it you having a good week wrestling? Tell me how you get on, Spud, mate. Spud, I mean, Jake Maverick. How, everything, everything going well? Everything all right. going well for you? Spud. It's Ralph Lawrence. Spud, how you doing? You all right? All right. Just, uh, yep. See how you get on. 
Get back to me. Let's see if we got a bite there. See if we got a wee bite there. I kid fight. He's getting it tight after after listeners. Um, after tweeting that he had missing eyebrows, after his missus put something on his face, wrestling daft listener Hazy tweeted him back, <laughs> saying, "I've heard you might have some spare masks you could use to cover up with if you need to, or would you need to buy one off yourself first? <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. But listen, here's what I want to see here. Don't, I don't want us to paint the picture of like kid fights just a guy who sells merch, because he is. He is a fucking. He's a good wrestler, he's a, man. He's because he, he's he's scary and he's a fucking hard man. He's a hard. He is. He's a hard man. So he's see, like, before he, any of you listeners out there get wide and start fucking making jokes about kid fight, you just be careful and think about who you're dealing with. Go and Google a picture of kid fight and look at his fucking face and ask yourself if you think it's a good idea to make fun of him. He's always doing extra work because like a pure. But oh, eh, Spud. Spud's back. Spud's, Spud, get back. Spud, get back. I'm fine, mate. Uh, currently delayed in Chicago on my way to Green Bay, Wisconsin. But uh, other than that, life is good. I miss you very much, friend. I hope everything's great. I'm sorry we only briefly met at the hotel the other week. But uh, I miss you, pal. I always Aww. miss you. He's a man. I hope everything's good. I hope family are good. And uh, oh, love you very much. Love Say hello to lo- Robert for me as well. Oh, oh man, that was beautiful, man. See, that was brilliant. See, that was brilliant. But actually, I actually felt quite emotional. I think it's just because I'm knackered as well. But I actually thought I was going to burst out greeting there with just <laughs> listening because how kind it sounded there. <laughs> Talking of merch, by the way, give a shout out to James Crossley who has purchased a t shirt from us, uh, specifically the Margaret Erefiend red light bulb on the t shirt. And he also ordered it. Um, he also ordered it in red. So he's, he's maximised oh, the you red. Get- Aye, and you can get it for shop.spreadshirt.co.uk slash wrestling daft no backslashes by the way there's of course more chat on meeting wrestlers in weird places dunks says big dunks says when and he was in New Orleans for Wrestlemania he walked into a bar where Hornswoggle was being thrown through a ribbon to signify the opening of the bar he also says that Grado might have been there now hold on I was with Hornswoggle that weekend could you cut a ribbon by throwing a guy at it I mean what the ribbon would need to be made of paper right Uh, Or, or Hornswoggle's got a really sharp Hornswoggle, feed. Hornswoggle's a heavy wee bastard. See that weekend, I've never been so mortified for, for somebody asking him for a selfie. <laughs> fucking middle of New Orleans Street, sitting with uh, John Thorne, who promotes AIW. This punter comes along and goes, uh, Hornswoggle, can I get a picture? Yeah, takes a picture and he'll, and he'll go, that's just 10. <laughs> I went, what? Yeah, that's just 10. Mate, you're taking a tenner off that cunt for a selfie. A tenner, fucking tenner. Did they actually take it? Take a tenner, take a tenner. I was like, you're Uh, a fucking redneck. Redneck. That's just ten. So every time me and Thorn or uh, Swoggle together, we always go, that's just ten. (laughs) So we fucking did. Fucking hell, man. I would have just flung him through my tenner. (laughs) Bust that. Right, Gary says that after a BCW show in East Kilbride, he ended up in Fusion Nightclub with Drew Galloway and Chavo Guerrero. See, these are the ones, that, these are the stories I want. I want the wrestlers in fucking Greg's. I want the wrestlers in Fusion Nightclub. His mate Gordon wasn't happy with Chavo because Chavo spent the night trying to fire into his missus. But Ch- no, he fucking did they. No, listen, listen. Chavito. Listen, you can tell your mate Gordon, right, Gary, tell your mate Gordon that Chavo can have any fucking woman he wants. And he certainly doesn't want to fire into some fucking bird for school bride. Ah, right? ah, Tell your mate Gordon that he's fucking deluding himself. If he thinks Chavo Guerrero, who has travelled the fucking world door, is going to be firing into his fucking bird for school bride. So, mate, here, I don't know with, so, sorry, I don't know with Des Clark and all that shit where we t- camped out. But um, there was a part of the show where we were um, 
talking with Boy Scouts, and uh, one of the chaperones that was looking after the wins, um, she's you do the wrestling, I, and she says, um, "Gonna gonna say hello to Chavo Guerrero for me if you see him." <laughs> I she love says, that. What? He says, you, you, I see, you know Chavo, didn't you? He says, aye, we've, we've been on a couple of tours together. Tell Chavo, Gail's ma said hello, right? So I'm going, right? So I message Chavo, I goes, by the way, yeah, Chavo, a bit random here, mate, um, but Gail's ma from Comalnock's asking for you. And he replies, hey, brother, Gail's mom is awesome. Tell her hello and give her a hug from me. <laughs> Life is great on this end. Hope you're killing it on your end. Story as Gail... Is Wait a minute, hold on, stop. I don't want I don't know if I want this story. Right. I think I just love Right, we'll just keep it that. Can we let's keep get it get a that. fucking Gail's mum t shirt on the go. Let's let oh, hold on, because you know what? There's people out there that will connect the dots. So uh, that's gonna be a quiz for next week. <laughs> no, seriously. Seriously, right. People okay. might get the connection. Right, okay. People okay. might get the connection. So Gail's mum um knows Gail's mum, Faco Malik, knows Chavo Guerrero. How is that and possible? And what's the connection? Let us know what that connection might be. Anyway, Chavo Guerrero uh, bought everybody Jack Daniels that night uh, as an apology for uh, for Gordon being steaming in Afi's face and thinking that um, he was trying to fire in his missus ridiculously. Um, so, aye, listen, we love your correspondence. Keep them all coming. We want to hear your stories. We particularly like the stories if they make you sound like a fucking idiot. <laughs> we love that. And now remember, you can get in touch with us by hitting us up on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Instagram at Wrestling Daft Podcast, and just Wrestling Daft on Facebook. <laughs> now every week, we like, you, we, we like to bury and put over stuff for, for the week of wrestling, right? So, I mean, I've not been watching much wrestling this week. I've been kind of just catching up on what's been going on. I want to put over Big Batista getting put in a, the Hall of Fame. What? Oh, I saw that with NWO. Aye. Aye, he's getting put in. I love Big Batista. So I love are. Big Batista. That's that's a, that's a big, big, big beast. He's a big boy. It? Remember to come back with fucking Reeboks? Aye. Oh, man, see, I see some of his gear, man, that he wears. I just fucking... I can, cause I, you know why I love Batista? Because I think if I had became a wrestler at his age, if I was Batista, if it was like him, but my brain and his body, I'd wear all the clays as well. You know what I mean? Would you What kind of clays? Like, just now, because I wears like kind of... Young guy's kind of clays a wee bit, you know what I mean? And he has the shade zone and stuff, and he has like the, he sometimes he wear a mad blue suit and it's kind of tight or whatever, you know what I mean? It's kind of sexy, he kind of dresses a bit sexy and stuff, you know what I mean? He prides himself on clays. Del Rio does oh, the I, same. Del Rio I, looks, always looks immaculate. Aye, but Del Rio was a fucking... No, you've got to say that. Del Rio, Del Rio was a... No comment. Oh, no oh. comment on Del Rio. No, no, I love him. You love him? Do you love him? Oh, I've had a good couple of nights with Del Rio. Tell... I would not fuck that deal with you by the way if I saw him. Can I just say something? Uh-huh. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he. I mean, he legitimately. He legitimately looks like he. he could you know, kill you, that guy. We're, we're going. To, we're going to speak to Shah Samuels later on the show. But <laughs> we, we done a show with Del Rio, and uh, he turned up. And I swear to God, in synchronism is that the word? In synchronism, we both just turned around to each other and went. <laughs> and then, you know what I did with my mate once in Porter? My mate Porter for Salkits loves wrestling, right? Aye. I was picking Porter up, right? I had my, my Vauxhall Astra, right? Rolled down the windies, right? 
Remember, because Dale used to come out in the car, ah, yeah, yeah. blast it for the fucking tune, turned into the street. <laughs> he was pissing himself. That was one, honestly, that's one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Hold on. Porter, mind that time I went and picked you up, whose music was I playing? Remember, give me a voice note back. I know you're busy probably delivering for Tesco, but <laughs> try and do it. I see if I deliver for Tesco, man, you'd just be in the back of the van, you'd be eating all the crisps, wouldn't you? I mean, I just kind of feel like, because you know how sometimes you can turn up and the Tesco guy can go, sorry, they didn't have their crisps this week, so I, I had to like replace it with something else. That's what Porter says, it's his biggest gripe, you know, because people will go, um, you know, uh, fucking the val- the vaudered Kingsmill when he turns up with Warburton's, so they go, aye. I want to eat Kingsmill! Aye, aye. He says that's the biggest fucking thing. But has he, has he eaten the Kingsmill, though? No, I think they've just went out of stock, Rob. All right, okay. I've always just assumed to eat them. Uh, so the, the listeners have been getting in touch with what they want to put over. And what Anything you want to put over or bury for that AEW show you watched, Grado? Putting over... Right, what do I think? He doesn't want to bury anybody because he wants to be on it. I love the, the arena. I loved it, the, 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 how can I... It, was, it reminded me of ECW, the way it was. No too big, mm-hmm. no too wee. I'm going to bury the music. Their music's shite. They've got to get a better library. There's nobody that instantly, you instantly recognise. What do you mean in terms of the entrance themes and stuff? Uh, apart from Cody. Cody's got it nailed. And also shout out to Braxton Sutter, uh, who's now called either Blade or Butcher. He's part of Blade and Butcher. He was... Uh, uh, Butcher, we, right? Uh, Blade. Blade, I Blade. He, Bunny. He, yeah, he goes out, he's married to, to Bunny, who's who was Arlene Tierney, who for me is one of the best female baby faces there is, but she's playing a heel now, which... Funnily enough, they never explained she was Ali one week and then she suddenly oh, turned into Bunny. Bunny now, wee bit, but they, they look great. And uh, who really, really looked good was the guy. Is it for every time I die? Oh yeah. 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 Uh, the boot. The, the butcher has uh, a moustache. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, looked, they looked fucking cracking. Aye. They looked really, really good. And they went over on on Cody Rhodes. But I don't mean to be an old moaner, but I just feel. The baby faces get a hot tag. They come in steaming and rolling, bit, 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 and then oh, can I just fuzz apart in terms of too many falsies, man? Too many falsies in, in the first match. It's like, the come scourge on, of man. modern wrestling or a falsies, isn't it? It really, it really, really, honestly, it's just like I would just want a nice clean finish. I want, yep, yep. you want to get this tag team over. Mm-hmm. You want to get them done. So let the let the baby let the babies get their big fucking comeback. Steamroll through them. Cut off. Hit their finish. That's it. It doesn't need this and that and die. You're a man of tradition, mate. What can I say? So, can't yeah, yeah. Oh, there's Porter. Porter's replied. Alberto Del Rio. Beam the horn and all that. Coming down, coming down the street. It was a great laugh. I've got myself just thinking about it now. <laughs> Was that a way in the background as well? Aye, aye, aye. Right, right, Porter. That's your major debut in wrestling, Daft, mate. Brilliant. That Cheers was, for that. That was that brilliant. Was beautiful, <laughs> I can't believe Porter. What's uh, hold on? He's um, Rab seems to think that see how if somebody asks for Kingsmill and they end up getting Warburton's, Rab Flaunt seems to think it's because the delivery driver eats the breed. <laughs> but sure, it's no that. Uh, sure, that's not the case. <laughs> right, Waldo. Go in touch. He wants to put over the new wrestling daft merch. We didn't even ask him to do this. Margaret Erefine t-shirts getting bought for Christmas. Well, my God. Um, <laughs> what a wonderful gift for the the person you love Who's in your life. I know. What Who's poor, getting it? What poor bastard's getting it? And is burying uh, guys dressed as dinosaurs wrestling? Luchasaurus. Big guy. 
Uh, Al Krabby wants to put over everything about Luchasaurus, one of the only characters in wrestling today. That's not true, is it? One of the only characters in wrestling today. There's at least, <laughs> let me think, Three. 970 <laughs> characters in wrestling today uh, all the world. And he wants to bury the lack of top drawer managers for guys who need some. Where's the new Jimmy Hart? Yes! Oh, yes, managers. Yes. Where are the managers? Where are the managers? Right, this will never, ever happen, right? This will never, ever happen. But, and I know you don't like it, but I'm thinking, how fucking good would it be if the Revival turned up in AEW with Jim Cornette as a manager? That would be heat. Oh, there's Porter. Hold <laughs> on. Nah, mate, we don't eat the breed, man. And who the fuck, who the fuck eats Kingsville nowadays? Wordman's <laughs> crusty all the time. Did you say Wordman's <laughs> 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 crusty all the time? Aye, aye. Well, that's no sponsorship for Kingsville for us right. now either. That's how we're just burying brands. Andy Gilchrist wants to put on nice, nice, well-designed gear. And the people that make it. Hold on, what does he mean? Does he mean wrestling gear or does he mean gear? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, this gear's well designed, man. <laughs> I want to hear it. Andy Gilchrist, I. So he's saying folk, you know, folk behind the scenes deserve a wee bit of appreciation. When someone has well designed gear, I feel that it can add to the personality of their character. Because sometimes it, is a, it really is a last minute job. When I done Sonny go there again to you, eh? But um, when I was turned into Odard the Great, we literally had like fucking an hour for me to get an Odard the Great mask. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So. Obviously, um, uh, my, my girlfriend Jen, she she's a designer. Like a fashion designer, like a clothes. So she goes into the room and she just makes things and it blows my mind. It's amazing that people Why do dress like shite then? <sighs> he wants to, uh, Andy Gilchrist wants to bury that absolute rocket who was shouting homophobic slurs at Sami Zayn at a live show. Anybody trying to ruin wrestling for anyone else needs chucked into the sun. Ian McIntyre wants to put over the word crud. Oh, thanks. Uh, and he wants to bury all the photos. He's just soaking up Grado's arse here, which is, it's no the time to do it, by the way, with what's fucking hanging out his arse. And he wants to bury all the folk <laughs> that say they prefer wrestling that makes sense and then ignore that when they're praising AEW. <laughs> now, AEW does have a wee bit of an issue here, I think, because they make the... I remember when Tony Khan was, oh, on, the, Tony. was on the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast, okay? And, uh, well, this was ages ago. Mm -hmm. And Tony Khan was saying, you know, we're going to have a... We're going to keep a record of the match results and we're going to, you know, the, the results are going to matter. We're going to have a system where wins and losses uh, count. And the minute I heard them say that... I thought to myself, you're digging yourself a fucking hole. You're digging yourself a hole. Somebody should be in your ear going, let's not do that. We can still make, I think what WWE does is rang, the whole kind of 50-50 thing, everybody think, but, you know, you can still make matches count and wins matter without fucking charting all the details because what you end up with is people analysing them and Nobody people cares. saying it doesn't make sense. Exactly. Nobody cares about shit like that. Like, exactly. like I hate, like, you know, I hate tournaments. I hate, like I remember that time they fucking here I go again TNA but they brought in a fucking um, that shitty title it was what was it the pride title or something oh and aye I remember that aye and it was like you, the matches were like like five three minute rounds and the guest judges aye it was like aye you were getting aye. judged it was like on, t on technical like aye, it was all in that wasn't it pish it was one of Corgan's fucking horrific ideas you know I like just a kind of brawl for all type thing, man. Just 
two fat guys going in and they knock each other out for two real. slobs battering fuck out one. Two not? fucking get a belt for just. I, I'd have the, I, the I'd have a belt. Title. I had a belt called the two cunts fighting belt, <laughs> and it's just two fucking any two. Even a guy in the audience, not like even right. a guy just come out and go two cunts fighting. I just get a guy in and me rather that's a belter two cunts fighting two cunts fighting championship. Two cunts fighting. Um, Alan McDowell wants to put over Le Champion for his Christmas toy drive in Dallas for kids who have nothing at Christmas. Yes, Jericho is indeed a wrestler with a heart. We love Jericho. And he wants to bury Seth Rollins. What kind of rocket has a swivel office chair in the back of a van? It's a good point. Because, and it had, well, basically, um, Seth Rollins was revealed in the back of a van. He was sitting in a mad swivel chair in the back of a van. But listen, I, work. I want that heel Seth Rollins. I'm happy. I like his wee... <laughs> That laugh. <laughs> I want that. Fuzz, finally. How you doing, Fuzz? <laughs> wants to put her how special a talent Daz Black is. And he wants to bury how shite Big Boris is. Right, hold on. Is this... Who, are these wrestlers or is this politicians? Do you not know who Daz Black is? No. Google. There, Google. Or, or can you know WhatsApp him for a voice message? <laughs> 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 but Fuzz wants to bury how shite Big Boris is. Shite gimmick, shite haircut, and his finishing move is hiding in a fridge. Shite. And that's that black. Who the hell is this? That is very. He's not a wrestler. That is very topical, by He's the way, because it is a, the, the election time today. That's black. Hold on. I was on a primary school show with him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I asked him a bit of his story. I think he trained in Kaleo. He's got a fucking great look. He is a handsome, handsome boy. And his gear's phenomenal as well. So Daz, he's certainly one for the future. He is one handsome looking boy. But hold on, but he's he's also uh he is also a YouTuber. He is also a uh, he's a he's a, a YouTuber, he's an actor, um business inquiries, Daz Black at independenttalent.com. Daz Black Shop. The point I'm trying to make here is that when I saw on this bit of paper a guy who wants to see how special a talent Daz Black is. I had a wee Google, right? And there's a, a guy who has like almost 500,000 followers on Twitter called Daz Black, who's just this YouTuber, kind of geeky YouTuber type guy. Same spelling and name and stuff like that. So if, ta- if Daz Black that is indeed a special up. talent, if Daz Black is indeed a special talent, he needs change to change his name. His name. Oh. So anybody get any ideas for a new name for Daz, Daz Black? Red. Daz Red. Let's get a new name for Daz Black. Let's get him sorted. Let, out. Right, let's get a new name for Daz Black. Let's get a new name for Daz, Daz Black because he's going to have to change it. Yeah, we'll get him on the show and he'll get over. We'll get him on the show. We'll <laughs> give him his new name. Let's all have an idea. Let's all come together mm-hmm. and let's because Daz Black, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, Black all, Black. By all accounts, don't take luck. By all accounts, he's a great wrestler. So let's think of a new name for Daz Black and let's move on for this segment. I because love this show. Because we've been burying and we've been putting over people Farting. and it's the Christmas period and we shouldn't be burying anybody apart from our negative thoughts. Hey, it's now time to talk about some merch. Merch is great, especially this time of year. Actually, I need to get myself stocked up to sell stuff for Christmas of... Uh, I've got a tick belt to pay you for my last batch of merch to sticky ink, so if you're listening, I'll get that paid soon. I've just got a couple of parking fines for Glasgow City Council that I need to go to the road first. That's true, I've seen them. Then I will get you paid. Uh, if you are looking for the perfect present for a loved one at Christmas, well, <laughs> look no further. On your very own piece of wrestling daft with our fabulous range of merch, as well as the Margaret NFN t-shirt, 
We've added more designs. Now you can be the proud owner of a t-shirt for one of the hottest factions in the wrestling business. The hottest faction in 2019. Chips, cheese and Donner meat. We've got a t-shirt for it. Not only that, you can buy a Wrestling Daft logo t-shirt and you can buy a hoodie as well because it's quite cold in the morning. All you need today is head... He's laughing at All you need today is go to shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash Wrestling Daft. Rab. Knee backslashes. Correct. Uh, don't worry, we'll stick the link on Twitter and on Facebook. And this week, we're going to put up another design and we want you to help us to choose it. So the options are... A. Crud. After Grado's rant about the Fiend's belt last week, you remember Crud Mageddon it was last week? B. B. Ich habe einen Bruder eines Fester. The only German phrase that I know. So, aye. That's out there. Or C. How am I going to take the bump for you? And ode to the honky tonk man's backstage antics at Preston City Wrestling, which Sa Shamus was involved in. So, see episode four for that. So, there's your, your options. Crud. Ich habe einen Bruder eines Fester. Or I'm going to take the bump for you. So what's it to be? You decide. Vote on our poll on Twitter and hopefully we'll have read it for you next week on the show. And if you dare buy a t-shirt, please send us a pic on social media so that we can put you on our Hall of Fame. In the meantime, go out and buy fucking hundreds of merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. And remember now, uh, I've got wee twins that have just arrived. Remember that every t-shirt you buy, 0.05% will be coming to me so if you buy a thousand t-shirts then I might be able to buy a bread um... bar for the <laughs> twins with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so I suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You just made the list! It's time now for the list of Wrestling Daft. We like to make lists on this show. We know that it's, uh, you know, the, the culture enjoys Anything. a list. Nowadays, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To list everything. Uh, and uh, so a list this time is Matches of the Year. Matches of 2019, which was the name of the year. Uh, and so, you know, we have our own... Do you have a list? Do you have matches of the year? No, I have a I've list. I've only got one. Ah, well, there you go. A list of one. That's not a list, mate. But I have a list. I'm, re- I'm happy to redo it my list. Will I redo it my list? You do that. Of course, I'm going to read a list. I'm always interested because I get inspired to go home and watch it. Stand back, everybody, because I'm going to redo a list at number three, matches of the year. <laughs> it is, for me, Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks at Royal Rumble. And powers up the boss. Piper's pit. Here's the cover. Rousey has pinned Banks to retain the title. Here is your winner. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you why I love uh, why I love this match. Right, partly because it continued Ronda Rousey's uh, streak of cracking matches. Right, really cracking matches, leading back to like our, our, our match with uh, Charlotte Charlotte Church uh, the <laughs> previous year, end of 2018. Uh, but Sasha Banks had been going through a bit of a slump, I would say as well. Uh, went into that programme with Ronda Rousey, was suddenly seemed a legitimate competitor again. The match was a great match. 
It was a great match. It was Ronda Rousey showing what she can do. Um, one of the best women's matches I've seen. And Sasha Banks, it was a chance to see Sasha Banks at her best again. I really love that match. That was my number three, Gredo. Time for my number two. <laughs> Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Oh, Gredo's made a face again. Kofi measuring the champion. Very specific reason why this is uh, a favourite match of mine. I love, I love the the build up. I love Daniel Bryan is just, oh my god, he's just magnificent. You know what I mean? I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Daniel Bryan, and I'm a big fan of how uh, unselfish he is in the telling of a wrestling story. Um, and, he, and and I think he made uh, Kofi Kingston look like a million bucks in that match. And Kofi was great as well. Um, but my main reason for choosing this one is my number two is that I watched that WrestleMania with my daughter, my 12-year-old daughter, and she was greeting at the end. Well, that's cool. She was greeting at the end when Kofi Kingston won. And that reaction, you know, I remember having reactions like that when I was a wee guy. And you can't get that reaction unless your build has been right, unless yeah. the characters involved are strong characters, and unless the match works you know uh, what I mean and it was invested. beautiful uh, you know that, I just remember that I just remember looking at her and she's greeting she's so exhilarated I love that, 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 that I love I love that like I really 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 do like like that for me is it's like a, a da taking his boy to like a football mm -hmm, match mm -hmm. and you've got that thing with your daughter where you can sit and watch wrestling and you Aye. can sit together and watch and greet you know I think that is so so cool but also just to cool. see to see that emotional engagement in it though is like that is what wrestling is all about and really I, it was my number one I mean I had it's been bouncing in and out of my like number one match of the year to number two number one to number two but ultimately my sensible wrestling he'd had to kick in and so my number one is an obscure Japanese match in fact it isn't an obscure Japanese match right it is <laughs> Cody Rhodes. Ah, fuck oh. off. That was mine, you prick. Versus, but, well, all right, well, you talk about it. You talk about no, it. No, we can both talk about it. But, um, well, talk for, about for it. Me, I mean, you couldn't pick anything else. For, no, for me, that match was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, you know, it was a match that was teased in WWE for us for years. It was going to be a WrestleMania match, whatever happened. Cody and Dustin, happened. by the way, we've no said. Cody versus Dustin. Crossroads again! Hook of the leg! Harlan. Let Great Byron, it is over. By God, it is over. What a wrestling match. As amazing as I've seen in decades. The match for me, everything about it was brilliant. You know, it was it was Dustin Rhodes. It was the natural Dustin Rhodes. Mm -hmm. It was that crowd. It was it, it wasn't gold dust versus Cody with the mustache. It was Cody the American nightmare with the blonde hair. It was Dustin Rhodes the natural. It uh, was a guy who you think has wrestled for so many years and doesn't he wrestle that often? So a match of that calibre for him, you know, he must have been stressing out about that. And it's a crowd that he's not used to because he's used to the typical WWE atmosphere, the, the you know, a, a, a Monday Night Raw crowd. This was your, no so much underground, but your maniac mad bullet club fucking pro wrestling tees Young Bucks crowd, and it was so cool to see him in that situation, and not only that, the commentary was perfect, and I loved that it was a bit of colour, and the, I think they were actually, they went a wee bit far away, the colour, I think it went a, wee, a little bit too deep, a little bit too deep, brother, um, but even at the end of the match, the emotion, 
and just thinking about their dad watching that match. Um, actually, makes you kind of feel as if you're going to greet about it, thinking about it. It was, it was so, so perfect. No other match touches that for me this year. The beautiful, see, the beautiful thing, Gredo, about a, a perfect wrestling match, right? See when you see when you think about a perfect wrestling match. The beautiful thing about it is that what you need for a perfect wrestling match is is two wrestlers in sync with each other, yeah. right? For the for the duration of that match, no one spells. No one spells in the match, but for the duration of that match, you need two wrestlers in perfect sync, and that, and that is, that's a difficult thing to achieve, right? It's a difficult thing to achieve. It's, it's what all wrestlers aspire to, right? Yeah. But it's a difficult thing to achieve. But there's there's an extra dynamic there when you're talking about two brothers, and I'm sure they have been through stuff in their life together, right. and I'm sure there's a lot of levels there that we there was we, a would, lot we would have no idea what their levels are, you know what I mean? But just to see these two guys in absolute sync, making each other look fantastic, making each other look fantastic, putting their bodies on the line for each other, with, with all the stakes involved there, you know, for a big high-profile show like that, you know what I mean? Um, I think it's just one of, not just the best match of the year, but one of the best wrestling matches Absolutely. of all time. It's going to stand the t- test of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what's cool about it as well is, you know, this time last year, Dusty was an agent in WWE, then nothing, picking mm-hmm. his ass, maybe turning up now and again and doing his matches on Raw, like random matches. And just for him to be put in that environment was so cool to see. Aye. I always think it's cool to see like a wrestler who's just known for being WWE and to be put in that. And, and also going back to him being the natural, you know what aye, I mean? Aye, aye. I, honestly, it makes me want to go home and watch it again. Because it's so good. And even the, the, the promo before it, as I said, where Goldust takes his old Goldust clobber, stacks away, puts up his fucking loft and gets this new shit. I love it. It's brilliant, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant. How can he wrestle in that latex fucking suit? <laughs> I don't know. The punters, uh, the punters have obviously got their own input here. Barry McCourt, John Moxley, Moxley and Omega, uns- unsanctioned match at full nah, gear. Nah, I'm not no having chance. it. No. I am not having it. Have no we spoken about in. that? That yeah. was just too no, far. It's not even in, in, in with a shout. That is not in with a shout. Uh, I can understand why, sorry... I can understand why Moxley was choking to do a match like that because he's not done it for years. Yep. And they wanted to, to kick the arse out of it. But... Jim McLeod, Cody versus Dustin. They finally got to do their dream match the way they wanted it. Every little nuance told a story and gave Dustin his WrestleMania moment. Uh, also in agreement with that. I mean, how can you question it? Fraser Pollock, Graham Pettigrew, Scott McKenzie, Gary Cassidy, Captain <laughs> Wow are all on the same boat. On me and Grado's Dustin and Cody boat. Yep. Um, Craig has got in touch and says he liked Walter versus Tyler Bate at NXT UK Cardiff fantastic storytelling and the one count before the finish was spectacular I, I'd like and we need to get Big Walter on this programme somehow well, I've seen a clip of him through, uh, through the week wrestling his bare feet we've spoken about this off. I see uh, big, off. big shoes off on this he's listening to the podcast did you see it? no no no, no did you see it? I think, it? I think it was in Dragon Gate or something like that I didn't know he was I know that no Dragon Gate uh, Evolve Right. I'm taking it. They've got a week. Gabe Sapolsky must have some sort of deal with, with, with Triple H. Seems but, like th- these deals are everywhere, and like mm-hmm. they're flying about all these weird crossover and deals. It's, it's, I, I typed in a. Uh, I tried to look for EW last night on Sky, mm-hmm. and what came up my Sky guide? I was like, wow, there's loads of stuff out there right now. There's loads. loads I mean, of if, stuff. if you're a wrestling fan, this is a good time. Man, this is a good. This good is a time. good time. Um, that's why Gredo's not been watching any of them. <laughs> <laughs> but now you know since watching this week. Uh, Stephen Stewart, <laughs> Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne. Um, it was all right. 
Andrew Milligan, 100% Joe Coffey versus Dragunov at the square go. Top class, very bell, powerful, quick, technical. Was Joe's outstanding. a man. Oh, aye, Joe. Joe is such a pro. Joe is such a effing pro. Robbie McGraw has got Joe Coffey as well. Match of the year's Joe Coffey versus Big Mastiff at NXT UK Cardiff last man standing. Just two big cunts battering each other with all sorts of shite like cricket bats and that. That's what I love. That's, That's why I love this podcast. There we when are. people chime in with comments like that, it makes my day. And Robert Gillen this is Grado winning the Pro Wrestling Elite title at Citadel. I carried Grado around the arena. Oh, so he did. Ah, oh, is that him? Then he presented the belt to Lionheart's mum. Oh, uh, you know what? I've got to say that that, that I can't take the plaudits for that. I, I I won the title, and it was fuck. It was such an emotional night because that was the you know we were gonna have this and that on the show. We attempted to get Nick Aldis versus myself for the NW title on the show. And um, we wanted to make that show special. Mm-hmm. And the boys were in agreement. We wanted to send the punter Sam Happy, let the big baby first win. I won the match, and I'm clapping the, the, the fans' horns as I go around the ringside. And one random guy who totally didn't look like a wrestling fan, he was like a normal guy, just went, get about to Lionheart's more. So I then walk five step, steps to David Wilson, and I say, that guy just had, said to me to put the belt on Adrian's more, should I? And he went, I don't know. I mean, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to do it. So, climbed the barrier, and the the crowd, honestly, the music went off, was silent, walked up, and hornied the belt to Adrian's Maw, and she burst out green, and it was, uh, it was a moment I'll never forget. It was, it was, it was brilliant, and, you know, I didn't want to put the pressure on her, because I know she doesn't like, you know, any fuss made about her, but she's such... Adrian's mom was, Adrian Ma is a lovely woman, and she was always at the shows, being at the tuck shop and helping Adrian, um, you know, do the show and make sure everything ran smoothly. Him and having Adrian's dad, and I gave her the belt, and everybody clapped, and it was just a, it was a, it was a mega, 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 mega moment, and uh, she, a couple of weeks later, she she came back and she just right son. You can have the belt. You have a wee, you you have a wee hod of the belt. I've got plenty of agent stuff. You can have a hod of the belt, but that was a really 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 nice moment. And that, Robert, thanks for bringing that up because that is a really nice story. And aye, that's cool. Yep. Okay. Um, so, how about your personal favourite matches of two thousand nineteen? I mean, ones that you were involved in, mate. All right, mate. Let's go. Uh, I loved my match with Shah at the Blackpool Tower. In January World of Sport Tour, just because Blackpool Tower, the way the, the setup, Special. the lighting mm-hmm. was fucking amazing, and we didn't need to do much, and the crowd were there from start to finish, and it went absolutely perfect. I had a match with Jack Jester at the Pavilion, loved that. We uh, we 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 used powder, we used chairs, ladders, we we, we went, we used a lot of the stuff that. Uh, the pavilion used during panel, a lot of props. And, you know, I took a staple gun and stapled a, a picture uh, myself on Jester's arse, which was <laughs> brilliant. Um, I love that match. I love my match with Shah at the pavilion as well. I had a great match with, with, with Jimmy Havoc, his last UK match before he went to AEW. 
and it was very much a last minute thing as well. And he's telling me all these spots and he's changing it. And I'm going, Jamie, for fuck's sake, I can't keep up with you or this push. <laughs> Uh, and uh, <laughs> it was one, it was one bit the start of the match where I'm going, I'm going to out wrestle you, I'm going to out wrestle you. So they are about out wrestling, he out wrestles me, and then I go fuck it, let's stay hardcore. And uh, he gives me this fucking stiffest chop you ever ever hear. Took the chop, rolled out the ring, and went fuck this, I'm going to Gatwick, I'm going home, and walked <laughs> out the back. Obviously came chasing me, come back out, we had a good match. Um, my matches with Ravy Davy. I love my matches. I love that. I love the one at the garage, and I love the match. At the the where was it? SWG free. Uh, that was good. Am I mentioning too many here? No, I mean it's beautiful we hear all that. But I tell you what, you've mentioned Shah twice there. I just love wrestling him, man. I love Why don't we talk to him? Let's talk to. Why Shah don't we talk to Shah? You're listening to Wrestling Daft and it's now time to speak to probably, well, he is my best pal. He's best pal. Shoot best pal. Best pal in wrestling. He is, for me, obviously I'm biased, but he's the best pal in the UK, one of the best in the world. This year he's come into a game, something offer. If you haven't heard of this man, check him out. He's absolutely storming it in British wrestling scene and I think 2020 is going to be his year. Please welcome the East End Butcher. Shah Samuels, Shah! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Fire, I didn't want to stop you talking there. What an introduction. I Thanks know, for mate. putting me over, mate. You put me over beautifully. Well, mate. Really I really appreciate I, well, it. Well, do you know what? Thanks you... for having me on the show. Well, you, you've gone you... from Jericho to Shah Samuels. Sorry about that. <laughs> 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 no, mate, I know you're going to be great on this because how long have we known each other now? Uh, oh, well, since 2013, I remember. Aye, and I remember. I remember yeah, yeah we're, we're, loads of stories. How, don't how, worry how did that. you meet? How did you meet you guys? Well, fair enough, I couldn't stand it. I never met him, but I couldn't stand him because he was getting really popular, right? On, on Twitter and yeah. on YouTube and stuff. I was like, look at this clown. He's making a mockery of the job. He's yeah. making, he's making, he's embarrassing everything. He's not a wrestler. 100%. Yeah. Then I agreed. watched the Vice documentary. The, the British rep was it called the wrestler? The, the British, British, wrestler. British wrestler, right? And to be honest, I was on the verge of quitting because it wasn't that good over here. And I was like, oh, wrestling's a bit shit. I'm getting nowhere, I'm doing the same shitty, shitty town shows and all that. Watch that. Saw the Scottish wrestling scene. I was like, fuck. That's where I want to be. I want to go and dress up Scotland. Yeah, because I, went, I remember the I remember you the, the, the first day I met you. You said, "Oh, these people that want to go to Japan, fuck yeah. Japan. I want to go to Scotland." <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you got this team is in Scotland. I'm to Japan to a dojo. <laughs> fuck that. Go up to Scotland. You see the crowds. <laughs> you see how good it is up there. Yep, yep, yep. And well, I remember. Uh, I can honestly say when I was b before I'd wrestled you, I'd do my stick and I'd go yeah. in and I'd do my cartwheels and I would do my tickle spots yeah. and all that. Rest it. And I remember when I watched you, I, I told her, what was the first things I said to you? I said, Sha, yeah, Sha, I can't wrestle. No, 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 you're laughing. <laughs> you don't understand. Sha, I can't wrestle. You're going to have to get me through this. I was like, what do you mean? Show me what you mean. Well, he goes, get me in a wrist lock. I went, what the fuck are you doing a wrist lock for? And I do all these rolls. I went, that's shit. When your music plays, like a prayer, the crowd goes mad. You're not going to get any higher than that. You start planning around in the ring after that, you're going to drop. Mm -hmm. As soon as your music stops, I beat you up. They're going to go bad at me. They want to hear your music again. So they're going to be cheering cheering you on Aye. for you to win and hit, and have you dance at the end of it. So that was a big, that was a big, big learning curve. And speaking yeah. of you telling me, um, 
or should I say, me asking you, can you get me through this? It very much reminds me at the time that me and you done TNA British boot camp. Right? We done TNA British boot camp, right? And there was a part of the show where we, there was wrestlers running the ring and also... Dane, dr- well, Dane uh, drills and stuff. Dane drills, right? Yeah. Dane drills, Dane drills. And what was it? And so, so you've got fucking. So you've got like who? Who's there? There's like um, uh, I'm trying to think. There's Mastiff is there. There's Rampage Brown. There's all these people. And the, it's the, like, best the best of the best. The best of the best in the UK are there, yeah. right? And you know, Alston's gone. Uh, athletes, they're going right. W- two of you get in the ring and start working on the fly, right? And I'm like, <laughs> fuck. And what was that I said to you? No, no. Have you seen? Have you seen that episode of The Simpsons where, where where you got Homer slowly going towards someone on the dance floor, right? <laughs> it was like that. Grado was getting slowly getting closer and closer and closer and closer to me. It whispers in my ear, Shah, Shah, I'll give you a hundred pound if you get me through this. I'll give you. A- <laughs> Hundred pound, no joke. Yeah, hundred pound. I went, and I just went sharp, sharp, man. I started trying try to move away from him. See, I'm serious. Hundred and fifty pounds. Hundred and fifty pound. Please, please, sharp. I can't do this. Don't want to do the drills. I don't want to do the drills. But me and you go in the ring, and everybody else is tying up and fucking yeah. doing holes and all the rest of it. We goes in the ring, and he just starts slapping the shit out of me. Like the shootest slap you've ever heard in your life. I remember just, that, yeah. I started, just beat, I started beating him up. Aye. And I threw, threw him out the ring and tried to kick him out the venue. I was like, you shouldn't be here. And we turned it, <laughs> well, it was on the fly, but we turned it into a thing that all the other contestants were like, the producers have told him to do that. And I was like, nah, we haven't done it ourselves. Because everybody was just wrestling and fucking that. We were fucking... So you started r- telling a story? Aye, we yeah, started fucking exactly. ramming ourselves. It was a reality TV So show. on the camera, having to move about, he's ramming me into fucking fire doors, hitting me with fucking boxes, and they were like... I was like, you shouldn't be a wrestler. Get out of here. Aye, aye. And it fucking worked, but then it was brilliant. And then the next week, we wrestled and you beat me. Aye, so it worked out brilliant. It worked out brilliant. And we done that match in York Hall. And I, feel I like love York set, Hall, man. York Hall so, is such a great yeah. venue. If you've never, I don't know, you, you love your Japanese stuff. There's I a couple of, they, 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 they like New Japan shows there and then again. Well, then. I was lucky enough to wrestle on a couple of joint Rev Pro New Japan shows. Right. And um, I got to wrestle Tenzin and Kojima. Nice. And you know them. And I got to beat them, right? <laughs> I was the only British wrestler that was allowed to um, like go over on the show. Uh, you know, that was really re- revealing a bit too much. But the New Japan <laughs> office was like, no, this guy can't lose. They can't lose. Yeah. Uh, goes, oh, they can lose. They can lose. So I was like, yeah! Only Britain beats that one on the show. So, right. And they're legends. I mean, even yeah, I know. I mean, I was never a big follower of Japanese wrestling, but I know them two are. And that is a big deal. Yep, so I was yep. very, very grateful to do that. I got to do that in your call. We got to wrestle for World of Sport with your call as well, didn't we? Aye, so we did. We did. Yeah, Honestly, I, my, first time a kid saw me wrestle. So I'm being right. East End butcher acting all hard. Listen, all sorry, sorry to come in here, right? But I, yeah. as a guy who was kind of watching the developments in British wrestling happening, right, and then the world of sport thing sprung mm. up, I kind of still feel like there isn't a clear picture of what happened there and how that shook down. Either we fucking the, don't know, mate. Neither do we. Neither do we. That phone to ring because no, it, cause it felt like everything was all prepped. Everything mm-hmm. was kind of ready to roll, and then things, you know, what happened? We we we, we spoke noise. about it every day. We, me and Graham are really wanting it to work. We, we thought aye. us on Saturday night, prime time, that would be perfect. It'd be perfect for him, it'd be perfect for me. Yep. He is the villain, him is yep. he's the good guy. It's perfect for that casual family audience. It would be aye. ideal for us. So we was begging, hoping it would happen. So when we got the series, we were over the moon and chuffed. 
Aye. Wait, I mean, I can, remember, I can remember the day ITV took, they, 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 they got me down to, to Manchester and they said, look, we want to put on a special uh, at New Year and we're going to put on a show and we're hopefully going to get a series and uh, and we, we, we done the pilot episode and I remember being there with all the boys and the producer says, look, we're going to have this match, this match, this match and uh, the main event is going to be Grado versus Dave Massif and the winner's going to be the first ever world sport champion, Grado. And I went, that'll <laughs> fucking do for me. <laughs> but we thought we were going to be, I mean, we had, I'm a celebrity in our eyes. Yeah. We thought we yeah. were, we thought we we were going to be on Atten Dick's side of the Who's going in the jungle first? Who's going to be the jungle first? But, but you did do a lot of that. There was a, there was a lot of mainstream promo oh, for even, it though, weren't you? You were on GMTV. Yeah, yeah, you were on GMTV. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I, I mean, I, wrestling you is perfect because oh, it's, mate, it's, wait, mate, mate. And we, we wrestled in every, I reckon, every decent wrestling venue, bar, bar the big arenas. Aye, we wrestled. I think we done Black the Barrelands, Tower, Blackpool we've done Tower, the ABC, the Kilmarnock Ground Hall. We done Broxbourne. We done your call. Yep. Um, what else we done? The Pavilion. We did the Pavilion. pavilion. When you've yeah. re- see when you've wrestled each other that many times, do you still have do you still have stuff left? Do you still have like you know when you get in there, you still fresh angles to take on it? Well, we, that's how we, we, every match we do, because we, we, something comes naturally that we figure it works and we play it into the next match. We've worked each other so many times. This is not showing off. This is a true story. We wrestled for, eight, um, uh, for PWE. Um, that's Agents Promotion. Mm-hmm. Remember that? We weren't talking to each other. We had an argument. Fell something up. petty. You know, mm-hmm. you're being a crabby. Get Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and, uh, and you, <laughs> and you, you, you and me weren't talking. I was like, "Man, you have a chat." You're like, "Nah, shut up, shut up." <laughs> I was like, "So I was like, what next?" I went, "Well, fuck you then, Soldier, Soldier." I just go off. We're not talking about the match, about nothing. <laughs> Get in there, and we've known each other so much. We put on a fucking belt. I knew exactly what he was doing and what I was doing. <laughs> got, got backstage, and, and never forget, you know, David Wilson takes the pictures. He's at yeah, every I... single show up in Scotland. Comes back from his camera, he's looking at his pictures, looks at us, he goes, Oh, magic as usual, lads. Like, <laughs> we put on this masterpiece aye. together, but we weren't talking. We were, aye, we're, we're fell out, we've done it all the times. When yeah. were the last time, the last time we wrestled in Commander like Grand Hall, I put oh, that was a fall out. That was you, because you're, you're like, his new bird was there, seeing him wrestle for the first <laughs> time, right? So he wanted to look fucking like, I'm Mr. Big Shot, Mr. Big Shit, I'm the big wrestler. Wants to change our formula. Yeah. Change. So he was at. What suddenly was being Ray Mysterio instead of being Grado was to put, do all this flashy shit. He can't do. He's trying to change it all up. First spot because it's all new. I blew it. Fucks it. I and fucks from it. there, right, I, I put on a hold. A bit, a bit, a bit. You know, a bit snug. And he goes, it was fucking snug. <laughs> snug. It was snug. <laughs> I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe you, bastard. <laughs> You're out of breath, mate. <laughs> that. And, and, and you, you, get, you, you hurt me out there. Why would you beat me up? Right there, I goes, you right? bullied me. You made me. F- I goes, I goes, I wanted to cry. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend was out there. <laughs> but we, I mean, honestly, we, uh, we, we, we've honestly, no, no, even just in UK, we've been together. Uh, Germany in as Germany, well. <laughs> Germany. We've had plenty of times in Germany. I always think the funniest message you ever sent me was because uh, I was on a flight to Germany coming for Glasgow and uh, he sends me a text going mate I'm on a Ryanair flight sitting next to Vince Russo <laughs> <laughs> it was the most random fucking that was me Vince Russo and Eugene right <laughs> and, and, this is great oh, this is what 2000 this is like 2015 that was our good year yeah a good year oh, good times eh? good times good year mm-hmm. yeah and you were like 
I'm flying back from London with you lot. He's changed his flight to fly back with us. So I could come. So I could be on a flight with Russo. Right out, right Speaking of Vince Russo, right? I've got to tell you story. I think you know it's coming, right? Yeah. So, I don't know how he, he's cheeky. This boy is cheeky. And I don't know how he gets oh, away cheeky. with half the stuff he says to people. Right? So, we're at this show. Vince Russo's on it. And he's working in funny enough for like an eight-man tag. And uh, out of nowhere, Grado's just stoking about, you know, swaggering. Goes up to Russo. Slaps him on the shoulder like this. Hey, you! What's this deal with you and Hogan at Bash of the Beach, yeah? What's this shit about you and Hogan at Bash of the Beach? Was that a shoot or what? Slaps him again. What happened? Vince Russo's like, bro. And this story. He tells the whole fucking story. Did he tell story. us? Did he tell us the whole story? That's what you've yeah. got to do, mate. And then, then, but this is what made it laugh. He's heard this and he goes, oh, oh, walks off. And he just goes, Lashley, nods his head. <laughs> Lashley, he's just sitting there. Lashley. Lashley, how you doing? Mate, I've got mail night and a bag of giraffes and it's helped yeah. me fucking out. It's like the time I, would, I started with TNA. Started with TNA. Oh, don't, and, mate. You <laughs> and that fucking jumper. Never took it off. Right, I signed with so TNA bad. and they gave me a TNA jumper and I fucking must have wore it six days out the fucking <laughs> six days out the week. I never had it half, but I'm right. saying the, the first I, night what? I met, I the first night <laughs> I, I done a TNA loop. I text you. I goes, oh, right. how this is, is like, it? How's it group, me, him, and I were in a group chat and he's excited, man. He's got This is a big thing because he, he 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 loved TNA. I think more than the WWE when TNA first always, came out always every Wednesday. It was his big thing. He loved it so. He's going out there for the first loop. It's obviously the time difference. I'm in my bed. Last message. This is going great. Everyone loves me. I'm over. The boys love me. This is at 10, 10.38. I've gone to bed. Woke up. First message. Everyone hates me. MVP wants to beat me up. 4.47 a.m. I was like, what's happened? Mate, I was a fucking mess. I, I was in a, I'm in the room with, with Kurt Angle, the Hardys, MVP. I'm sitting there, I'm steaming, I'm going, see your trouble, see yous. <laughs> Nannies have got fucking timing. I've got timing. I've got timing. Nannies have got timing. He's, he's why I watch me. I've got fucking timing, right? So MVP's going, what, you trying to say, Matt Hardy don't have timing? Kurt Angle don't have timing? Drew. Debating the way you're debating it. Drew basically fucking picks me up, takes me to the hotel room and goes, dude, you need to calm down, man, and, and, and stop slapping people in the chest. <laughs> he <laughs> slaps everyone. Everyone in the chest. But he doesn't slap someone and say, oh, excuse me. He goes, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love yeah, it. I love it. We like, you know what, right? But we do like. You know, I'm glad when you said we're shoot pals. You know, you have your wrestling pals and your shoot pals. I remember we're real friends, you know what I mean? We're yeah. Friends, and we've got that from wrestling. Like, I go around his house a lot. I go around his house an awful, an awful lot. I don't know why he invites me. Every time I go around his house, I seem to annoy him. So, I mean, one time he held me and his ex-girlfriend at the time hostage to watch WrestleMania 18, Hogan <laughs> versus The Rock. I mean, I mean, held us hostage. Literally, we couldn't move, we couldn't speak, we couldn't even <laughs> fucking breathe, right? We're sat there, right? And I'm a heavy breather, right? Oh, you're a heavy breather, doesn't matter, son. All right, all right, all right, mate, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> so we're sitting there, we're sitting there talking. And I was like, I said, oh, can I get a drink? Oh, you missed it, rewound it. <laughs> <laughs> Start again, right? All right, like, watching it, watching it, watching it. 
Kerry, you move, you move, you move. I'm <laughs> watching it again. Just stop breathing. You're annoying me. You're annoying me. Because took 90 minutes to watch this fucking match that I've seen about 20 times. That is a great match, though. To be fair, that is a great match. That is a great match. I think it's a great match. So listen, Sha, you, I mean, how did your family feel about your, your wrestling career? How, how, how did they feel? I always wonder about that kind of thing. Uh, well, well, you know what? Well, they've got used to it. And to be fair, my wife hated it that I was away so much. Mm-hmm. But I think as time's gone on, she's learned. She's gone, follow your dream. Not many people forget to follow their dreams and so keep following your dream. So I've been doing, trying, do, trying to follow this dream for 18 years. So, yeah. And you're getting you know, there, mate. You're getting there. You've had I'm such a good there, year. Because, so and, and you're making they're a used wee... to it. The kids are used to it now. Aye. You're making they're a wee bit of money. Every weekend. Where are you going this weekend? Because we know, would, so. I remember there was times when me and you would, would, would wrestle somewhere and we'd end up, you know, we'd go out. Drink, bevy, whatever. Yeah. No, before the match. Well, sometimes. No. Well, well. <laughs> well, something. So, anytime we have been on tour, or we've had to shit, or we've been, or we stayed down here, and I've, whether I'm up there or he's down here, we stayed in each other's hotels, right? And uh, so we have a great time. But this is one thing he does, right? That <laughs> is, I don't know if this is going to embarrass you, mate, but I'm telling you, is you like to do wrestling entrances <laughs> and make me film them. And when I'm in wrestling entrances, he picks us on. I mean, I've got them all on video. And everyone wants to see him. Everyone wants to pay good money to see these, right? I've got him coming out as D'Lo Brown, Rikishi, Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, even Noam. Who else you done? Goldust. I and remember yeah. one time we thought, right, we're gonna we're gonna create a tag team, oh, and our. <laughs> And we found a song that Samoa Joe had showed me, uh, and he played it in his motor once. It was brown. It was a, it was an MF Doom song, and I says, "Come on, let's practice that. Let's practice that." So we're we're in the toilet. You know, this is pathetic. The two is in a fucking room. Do you know what I mean? We're practicing <laughs> but you made me put my elbow pads, elbow pads on as well. By the way, to do this, sure, sure. it's beautifully innocent as well, though, isn't it? It's a beautiful thing. Aye, it was amazing. And fucking. Uh, when music hits and, and, and tops off as you, well, I, 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 and we're so serious about it, we get we get right into it. Day the entrances, <laughs> I remember we biffed <laughs> we did, we biffed that's one entrance. And what was that I says again? Oh like, mate, but you know, this what he says to me. You, you like he's acting like a director. He's like, sure, sure, no, no, <laughs> less Backstreet Boys, more Fuji's. <laughs> <laughs> What are you on about? <laughs> it wants to be some sort of hip hop tag team. Yeah. We have, that would have worked. Aye, aye. We, I mean, we, I mean, it is pathetic. We're professional wrestlers, but I don't know how many hotel room beds that we've broke. You know, try to practice moves and fucking. <laughs> 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 that is pathetic, man. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I remember one night. I remember one night. Grado messaging me. I can't remember when it was, but you, you texted me and went. Moon up this hotel, we're all here, there's me and Sha and Hingman. And I remember I was like, I was swithering, I was going, should I? And then I was like, nah. <laughs> you know what? Nah, I'm not fucking going up. Hey, it's a good night. I'll tell you what, the best nights of the year is watching WrestleMania because see, at the end of the day, as much it's as we do wrestling so much, as a wrestler, WrestleMania is oh, still cool oh, hanging watch, right. man. I mean, me and you, even the Rumble, remember the night we, I mean, we broke we broke the bed in Citizen M when Bubba Ray Dudley come back. Remember that? <laughs> 10, 9, 8, 7, 7. <laughs> It's no fucking easy to break a Citizen M bed, by the way, either. They're, built, no, they're built for they're, fucking... They're heavy you know duty. I mean? Ah, Bubbery, Bubbery, Bubbery! He's got his glasses! He's got his glasses! He's got his glasses! <laughs> he's got his glasses! So, mate, I can tell you that me and Shat, as much as we're best pals, we fucking love wrestling. Oh, mate, we do. Love it. 
We love, love it. it so we much. love it. I mean, we people, love it so much. People look at us backstage and probably think we're the most least passionate I, guys about wrestling. And it's so I reckon we're two of the most passionate guys about wrestling. The true, in my opinion, the true form of wrestling, storytelling, you know, yeah. good good versus evil, you know what I mean? Right. Like, Character. You know, and yeah. Yeah. Because Character remember, the, remember the time we got heat by the, the ICW production crew because they went, we're trying to put a highlight video to build up you and Shah. You don't do any moves. You don't do any moves. There's none. You don't do any moves. You know, it's the loudest crowd reaction. It's all stares and looking at each other in quotes. That's what makes. And that's what it's all fucking about. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all. So tell it, Shah. Talk to us about the kinky party though, because it's not just obviously it's not just you and Grado, right? You also have a a cracking relationship with Big Jack Jester. Oh, Jack Jester. I mean, that was something I had by accident, and it's like to be honest, we could both we both agree this at the time. We never ran in the same circles, and they had nothing for us because you know I, I, I don't know if it's well documented. I stopped, he had a great amount of falling out with Dallas, and he was no longer used. And I was meant to be working with him longer, but this time mm -hmm. him as the heel and me as the face. But that's why I had nothing. Jester had nothing. So they put us as a tag team for a little bit, and for some reason it just clicked. And like the crowd, and we just started being ourselves and have, just having fun. I recommend when you, it's hard to have fun. And, and make a clown of yourself, in my opinion, well, for me, it is when I'm by myself. But because he's in the ring with me, I've got more guts to try new things out. And it's actually brought a different side of my character out. So I'm Jester's. Like, yeah. I, I could never used to be able to be the good guy. I was never the good guy. I was always the right. evil, horrible, nasty villain. Yeah. Now I feel like I can, I can play that role as the hero. The crowd love us. And, and it's like it's like Jester as well. Jester for yeah. years always played, you know, the kind of dark. Yeah, know, yeah exactly. You know, yeah. You know that, that kind of really kind of, you know, kind of undertaker. And it's, and it's completely reinvented and, us. And it has reinvented us so much. Is, and Jen, I can't believe how much natural chemistry we have together right. as a team. But it's I mean, good, but because what I'm saying is, you know, Jester in real life is one of the funniest guys you ever meet. Mm -hmm. he has, oh, I always say to him, he should be a stand-up comic. He's fucking funny as hell. So, so for him to be, funny. for him, well, we shall we just we just cast um, he's in a, a new sitcom pilot that we're doing, and Jester's Jester's in it, and he's and the thing that strikes me, oh, the thing that strikes me about Lee is that he's he's a guy who has this kind of wild man persona right he has this wild yeah. man persona but he's such a, he's such a kind of gentle considered guy as well you know what i mean he's like he's, he's, a very... he's, he's i think he's been so used to playing because he, he's really that belief of keeping in character yeah and he's so used to playing that that he's that character he used to be that hard that dark hard character he still shows essence of that in public yeah yeah but I reckon in private he doesn't he shows how funny he is that Considering he is, that kind he is, and but you definitely I mean, he gets to play that now with the kinky party. He gets to play and show a different side to him. Same with me. But it's a thing. So you, have, continue. you guys have a connection with the fans that you can't like. You can't fake that. You can't. You know what I mean? It's like the fans really they sense a, a genuine kind of friendship there, and they and they sense yeah, a, a kinship totally. with you. You know what I mean? It's so. I, mean, I, 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 I know it's bad. We're the most popular thing in ISW uh -huh. by far. Well, no, 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 you know what I mean. Like, okay, yeah, hell, man, what yeah, a yeah, lot for know, yourself. I, my crowd response and too sweet, too sweet. Entrance, right? When it wasn't as over as you, but I reckon me, no, me and okay. Jesse together is it could is is almost almost. No, mate. Listen, kinky party, kinky party is the best thing in ICW in years. Yeah, it's probably yeah. and also what's good about it is he's in a tag team and tag team yeah. wrestling is needed. And you're it is needed, yeah. You're such a solidified tag team, and it's fucking brilliant to see. And there's also this beautiful thing I think with kinky party where I think where a lot of tag teams 
the story that plays out and the story that mm. the fans want to see is we love this tag team, but we know that yeah. ultimately, eventually, we're going to see Breaking them up. split and we're going to see them fight each other. But you yeah. get that lovely There's sense no, of a kinky yeah. party that nobody has any appetite for I that. Nobody wants that. that. No, no one ever They want you guys to be friends forever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a great story and I hope they could release um, a package, right? So the way our tag team started was, is where my character is, I'm a very, like, I'm a man's man and, you know, I mm. don't, but Jack, he just does his complete, op- complete opposite for the odd couple. It's like, we're like a buddy cop film. We hate each other at the start, then we become friends and we go, we're on this, now we're on this journey together and he's changed me. Uh, you know, it's a really great story that we're telling. Yeah. Um, and no one ever, I don't think, if, if a split ever happened, I don't think the people would want it. They wouldn't boo it because it's heat for like oh because someone's turn. Uh-huh. They'd boo it because they'd want the kinky part to still be around. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. I was yeah. saying him there. I was just trying to get in the old story, but Scott Hall when I watched the spot with fucking oh, and, 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 oh mate, because me and him, one of the things that we do as well is we love watching. Shoot interviews with, with, with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Right, yeah. we look yeah, so up we love, to him. We love shooting interviews, right? I was just, so Scott Hall managed him once when he wrestled me. And the spot, the finish was meant to be, he, uh, Scott Hall does something, Grado hits something on me, Scott Hall's up doing the, the two sweet, and he's meant to two sweet him. And as Scott Hall turns around, oh, I do a sneaky pin while his back's turned. Yep. But he thinks I'm injured. I'm not. I'm just saying the move. He goes, you're right, you were hurt. Right, you're right, right. you're right, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. And he, and he keeps going, what? What? Oh, right, two sweet him. <laughs> I'm going, what? And Scott Hall specifically said to us, don't make, make sure my back is turned when the pin happens. Aye, don't Obviously, make me. it happened so long. Right, the time I've done the roll-up, he's looking at us. Oh, and he's fuck. Thinking, what a couple of fucking wallies. Aye. And and he went for being our hero. Aye. He kind of buried us off. As well. Oh, I didn't like him that much anyway. I know, nah, we're all got to fuck him, fuck him. Because I remember before it, he went, don't make me look like a fucking jabroni out there. I'm telling yeah. you, I'm managing you. I want the fucking rub, bro. Don't you make me look like a fucking mark out there. And oh yeah. my God, we made them look fucking stripper. And he yeah, was, he just, and there's he a picture of him just doing, looking at us like this. He's got right. the two sweet looking down at us, dirtiest look on his face right, while I'm rolling him up. So Man, that was a low point. And uh, I, that was a lot, go, even low for me when I bumped into him in New Orleans. <laughs> and fucking Bruce Pritchard is here, JR's here, Jeff Jarrett's here. Scott, how you doing? Oh my God, Grado, you're the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that I was going to get the rub. Oh, you, uh, fucking man, what me, man? So yeah, fucking, he, he fucked off up to his hotel room and I DM'd him. And I went, you yeah. did fucking say it to me in front of folk because I had the drink of me. I went, fuck it. Because yeah. I've always got the, I've always got the mind. Yeah, did you I, pull him up? So I was like, fuck it. So I texted him, I says, fuck you. I was like, yeah. uh, you might fucking embarrass me again or batter you kind of thing. That's what I've done, that's what I've done. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. What's great about, what I love about Grado is part, he's part of his charm, right, is his love for um, going to America and having so many, having all the American, uh, all the American workers love him and pop for him. So much so, so much so, I remember I was around his house one time, and this is when, he was winding down from t- um, from Impact, and obviously they were cutting costs. They couldn't bring him over all the time. It comes to 5 a.m. I'm trying to get asleep. I'm on the sofa, as per usual, because I snore. And he's in the kitchen, trying to 5 a.m., trying to FaceTime Abyss. <laughs> and he's shouting, Abyss! It's Grado! How you doing? Who else is there? Who else is there? Jeff! Uncle Jeff! Double J! Oh, 
How is it? How is it without me? How's JB's handling it well without me? Oh, JB. Oh, I wish I was. I'm there in spirit, boys. I'm there in spirit, boys. Okay, he's got... His ex-birds got work the next day. She comes back around that house going, Graham, it's five in the morning. He's like, he's like Kerry, it's the boys. <laughs> Boy, he went, they need me. <laughs> they miss me. They miss me. They need me. D Double J needs me. JB misses me. And Abyss, he really needs me. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. It's all emotional. But it's oh. like, no, you needed them. Like, you know what I mean? You missed them. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, honestly, that's fucking brilliant. I, so, love, I love this. Shao, what's coming up next for you? What's, what's uh, coming well, up? Well, I might stop you on Sunday. Come down. That'd be good. I can't wrestle because unfortunately I suffered a little knock uh, the other week at Rev Pro. So this is my first injury I've ever had. I'm nothing, se nothing serious? No, well, nothing serious. Well, you know, a little knock to the head. Ah, right. And, um, you know, you can't be, you know, the way things yeah, are yeah, these yeah. days, can't be mm -hmm. too careful. As I said, you've had a great, a great year, mate. You've totally, like, um, you go to the gym every day. You're yeah, eating proper. You're looking fucking fantastic. Oh, you spent you, a, you, you spent a week um, at the performance center. So fingers crossed, oh, yeah, man. Was, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, that was a, if I get nothing else, if I get nothing else, uh, um, doing that um, uh, uh, P, the WWE PC NXT UK PC week was phenomenal. Getting to work a dark match for in the WWE ring. That's the only time I ever get to work for them. I can say I've done it. And I could leave a happy man because that was being a bad experience was amazing. Aye, but I'm but sure you, that's you not walk the end into it. that performance center, and then you realize, wow, like it blows your mind because mm -hmm. you, you you feel like you're a, 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 a proper athlete's uh, facility. Like you can imagine, it's like where Tottenham or Spurs or well, they're the same team, but you get what I mean. Like a football team would train at. You yeah. feel like a professional athlete. So. That inspired me to, to work, uh, well, work, try and work harder. Aye, it motivated you to, to, it's gave you something to go right, yeah. that's what I want to be. And that should motivate a lot of the boys in this country, because remember when, when we all started, we had nothing like this. Like, no, yeah. you're right, you're right. was a pipe dream. Now they have a brand based here. It's attainable, we, it's attainable, so everyone's been working hard. And no one should get upset if they're not getting it today. Oh, you're right. It's, it's, there's, there's next year, there's three years, there's four years, there's ten years down the line, it's still going to be and here. There's too many people yeah, as well be. that feel they're fucking entitled as well, you know? No, totally. So I mean, many I could, it took 17 years to get my first tryout with WWE. 17 years I waited right. to get my first tryout with WWE and that was this year. It's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. Time shot. Time yeah. wise, we we need to wrap up the new. But no, will, that's fine. Will you I, can I can talk all day. Mate, will I you come back? Will you come back on? I'm come back. coming back on. If you enjoyed having me, definitely I talking. I just love talking about wrestling. Definitely, this is basically what me and Grado do all the time. We just talk and talk about wrestling, and I mean, uh, maybe, it's the best time. It would be good. To I love your podcast, by the way. I'm, I'm a big wrestling podcast fanatic these days. So I was chuffed when I found out you two were doing a podcast. Excellent. Lovely Cheers, dynamic you two are having. Brilliant, it's mate. a really good show. That's good. And I'm really, ha really happy you um, asked me to be on. Really Thanks, oh, man. We'll, we'll get you back. Great. We'll definitely uh, get you brilliant. back on. Thank you very man. much, team. Love you, mate. Love you, Thanks, man. Right. Thank you. Have come. a good Christmas. See you later. Merry, oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. And happy New Year. Merry Christmas, man. Bye-bye. It's no time for your chance to win beer in our Beer 52 match of the week. Now, last week, our match was the Gimmick Battle Royal at WrestleMania 17, and Grado asked the question, why did the Iron Sheik have to win the match? Why did he have to win? The answer was, well, he couldn't take the bump to the outside because he was old. He was old, and he wasn't good anymore, and he was feeling sick. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks to everybody that entered and congratulations to Digital Brain on Twitter who says he was near enough crippled and they were worried if he took the bump he'd end up dead. Uh, but right now we've got more chances for you to win beer. Oh, we want to get you. Oh, we want to get you a problem, right? We pick a classic wrestling match to watch and all you have to do is answer a question on it and it's me that's choosing this time, right? Everybody who gets the right answer will go into the draw to win the beer. You can enter by checking out the match and answering the question on the Wrestling Daft Facebook page or replying to the tweet on Twitter at Wrestling Daft. Winners must be over 18 and stay in the UK. No, the match I've chosen for you this week is uh, it's a cracker. It is Great Muta. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's the Great Muta versus Hiroshi Hase. Now, Hiroshi Hase is an incredibly underrated wrestler. He's new, new a politician in Japan. Rab, where are you watching this content? Are you, He's you a Japanese politician. Hiroshi Hase is a wrestler I was a, a big fan of back in the day when I was watching my tapes, when I was watching All Japan stuff, when I was watching Noah stuff. I love Hiroshi Hase. He's in the mix with Kabashi, in the mix with Kawada. He's in the mix with Misawa, all that lot. But he was like, I mean, understated. Listen, you should, you should watch this match yourself. But you, what, I'm saying, what I'm asking you, Rab, is where are you watching this? Like YouTube, you just go and find, you find all these oh, old, really? you find all these old matches on YouTube, no bother. All right, so it's including a, this match, oh, sorry, this is so old. 14th of December, 1992. Right, so it's a Christmas match as well, very festive. <laughs> the Great Muta versus Hiroshi Hase. The question, I don't want to kind of spoil it by saying this, but you know, this, this is, you know, considered one of the, you know, one of the bloodiest masterpieces of professional wrestling what concept did this match introduce into wrestling culture was it a general election the next day and this cunt was up no 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 so so check out that match you're, you're going to enjoy it by the way it's a great match there's no about don't, do not focus on the blood and the gore uh, focus on the fact that you've got two men at their, at their peaks there uh, it's a great match Hiroshi Hase and keep an eye on it Muta gets a lot of praise for that match but Hiroshi Hase is one of my favourite wrestlers <laughs> and you can get free beer for Beer 52 as well all you need to do is go to beer52.com slash wrestling nay backslashes and we can sort out three beers for you. Uh, you all you have to do is cover £4.95 for the postage and as you're at Wrestling Daft listeners we'll give you two extra free beers on your first box so that's a total of I can't believe it 10 free beers it's a monthly subscription service for beer Christ, good, beer, good, luck Christ ex- beer. good luck explaining that one, you're more. Explain that one, you're more. I know. So just go to beer52.com slash wrestling to get your first case of 10 beers for free. Right, let's let's wrap this up. Uh, we need to give a award a listener of the week. Um, any ideas, Gredo? Well, I've got a personal um, listener of the week. Just because he kind of tugged my heartstring there, Robert uh, Gillen mentioning the me winning the PW title. I actually he did give me a backy and fucking ran around the Citadel, and that was that was cool. Um, so he's my listener of the week. But that's also, fair enough. Yeah. So uh, Robert Gillen is that his name? Robert Gillen. I can like to see another Robert getting uh, getting some praise. So you're you're the listener of the week. Thanks, brother. Thanks for going to that show as well and supporting Adrian on that night. Um, so I so uh, we'll be back. We'll be back next week. Uh, can I can I mention our guest next week? We got a big we got our guest. We got a big Wolfgang. Wolfie. Uh, next week. I know WWE, you're a big fan of Wolfgang. NXT UK. Uh, mm. Wolfgang who uh, taught, showed me how to bump. What did they say? Aye? Wolfgang, Wolfgang is 
a phenomenal worker and uh, he's in WWE now but he should have been there years and years yeah. he should have went with Drew he should have went with Drew um, and he always sends me whenever he comes across a lovely plate of macaroni and cheese and he's always lovely. sending me that way so keep uh, uh, keep keep up the good work Barry a lovely big gentleman and he'll be here for our Christmas episode yep. right so thanks for listening to Wrestling Daft we love doing this podcast please keep listening to us. please spread the word about his buyer merch, I know, you know what Aye. I mean? But, 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 Rab, I'm having such a good time doing this podcast. I'm having such a good time doing it's this podcast. Absolutely, because Sha is always giving me heat. He's always saying, you're losing the, the love for this. You, you can tell you're, you're losing it. And it's like, you know, I, I'm doing panto, and like, there's wee bits and bobs in the panto where, like, I'm trying to get wee wrestling bits in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm annoying people by, like, randomly grabbing their wrists and putting them in fucking hammerlocks and shit like that <laughs> just because I'm missing it so much like aye, I can't get like you know when I when I wrestled my match with CJ Banks a couple of weeks ago and I thought tidy that's my last match of the year mm-hmm. I'm now getting to that stage where I'm fucking itching to get back and this is one of the reasons why because of doing this podcast it's keeping you it's keeping you in that world mm-hmm. keeping you, know, because you, you know what I, like when I was saying to Shat I love this business man it's wrestling's brilliant Wrestling's brilliant. It's the best. It's amazing. It's the best. It's exactly, I mean, it's, what you're saying there is exactly, I keep thinking about when, when Ravy Davies says to me after the ICW show, he was like, we should have a match. Me and you should have a match. And, mm-hmm. I, and, I, and I says no. Um, and I think, and it, you know, and I think to myself, because you always go, I put a pure fucking mark, I'm put, insert myself into a fucking match and all that. But then you can think, so why would I know fucking be in a wrestling match Correct. before I die? You know what I mean? Because because he'd battle fuck with me. We need to talk about it. We need. Do you know what we need? <laughs> That's right. Because he'd kill me. You know what we You know what we should do as well. But we should have like a watch along of that because it's up there in the Kelvin Brawl match. Me and you versus Andy oh, and we should, Greg. I should. Because that 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 was brilliant. Oh, great ah, times. Great times. Big oh. Greg. Well, last we need to get Big Greg Kemp on the show but as well. He's too busy fucking and. Early. We'll, get him on, we'll get him on the show don't you worry I'll get him on we'll get him on in the new year uh, right okay thanks for listening everybody we better wrap this up uh, we just don't want to stop talking we just love being with you so much please have a have a great Christmas prep get, hope your tree's up Nora no way today Gonna do us a favour listeners see if you're listening to the show Gonna screen grab it on Instagram and put it in your story and tag me so that I can restory it just to promote it it helps it helps the algorithm Cocabana's always forever saying that so if he's there that, I would really appreciate it and I'll give you a wee reply. Who is Algorithm? Who does he work for? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, folks. See you next time. Up the road! It's yourself. Can you, you. It's yourself. It's yourself. Up the road, up the road. Bonus and runabout. No, the shank hill run... No, the shank hill runabout. Fuck. Fucking delete. <laughs> this is For Network. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.